In the greenhouse of the murder mansion, Logan North lies dead on the floor. A moment of stillness. Until... Hey! Hey! Hey, it's me, it's me, um, I'm here. I know I was supposed to stay put, but uh, don't worry, no one, uh, no one saw me. The doors creak open, and Detective Branch walks out. He sees the body. Oh man, I think they're, well, I think they're onto us. Oh, they just went back behind the couch and realized that our bodies aren't there. So I think that we should stay in the walls, you know, give it a minute for them to focus back on each other again, because it is definitely too late to go back there and play dead, you know? Though I know that you are really good, you are really good at playing dead. I don't know how you, you know, I don't know how you do it, because my elbows, they always start to twitch after a while. Uh, anyways, it's me, so we should get up and get out of here. Come on, let's just, uh, yo. Fuck. Come on, get up, they'll, uh, we'll be here any minute. Jesus. Come on, stop showing off already, okay? You look super dead. I get it. You look even more dead than you did before. You got more blood. You got more blood on you. You got a lot more. You really got covered in blood. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh, boy. This is not going according to plan. You had a plan. You said, you said, I got a plan. And there's a plan. There's no plan now. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm gonna... Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Welcome <laughs> to Murder. Episode 6, Motherless Children. We're on the third floor. Petunia and Kurt stand in front of the open third floor window. A sniper rifle, the one that the general set up, lays next to them. Whoa, uh, yeah, that's a long way up. There are no other exits. Yeah, yeah, long way up. Look, we'll just aim to fall in the bushes. You can stand, break an ankle or a wrist or something. <laughs> uh, ladies first. Ugh. Pathetic. Petunia takes a few deep breaths, peers her head out, and then pulls back and lifts her leg when... <laughs> Petunia falls back! <laughs> Jesus! Are you okay? I'm fine. That came from downstairs. We should move quickly. Well, do, do you think Penny's alright? No. <laughs> well, we should go, we should go get her! <laughs> oh, no, of course we shouldn't! Why, why? She's defenseless! Look, I'm sorry. When you said you think she's okay, I didn't mean I don't think she's okay. I just didn't think of her. Now that I think of her, I'm sure she's fine. We should go. Oh, but we should we should check on her though. We can do it quickly. Kurt, stop being a puppy. Come here, Kurt. Come to the window. Now out. I should really carry around bacon in my pockets with you. Yeah, bacon. <laughs> okay, all right. No, 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 no. I, I can't leave her. I can't leave her. It's, it's a terrible thing to be left behind by someone. Look, just please, please, Petunia, give me five minutes. Please, all right? Kurt runs off. Petunia picks up the sniper rifle and sits next to the window. In the dining room, Oscar stands staring at Miss Longstocking's body. Penny and Vendetta stand over them.
what happened? Oscar, I'm, I'm so sorry. It was an accident. An accident? Miss Longstockings, she came out of nowhere. She, she flew in and she caught us off guard. And I, I tried to stop her, but Penny just pulled out her gun. And it was, it was a terrible mistake. Well, I, I Of course you, you didn't mean to, dear. I know. It was, it was a terrible mistake and under terrible circumstances. And any of us would have done the same. I'm, I'm so sorry, Oscar. Please, I'd like to be alone to say my final goodbyes. Oscar carries Miss Longstockings into the salon and kneels next to her body. Tifty. You look so peaceful and beautiful. You're pretty young. Like you're in your mid-thirties. I don't think you felt young or beautiful then, but... I always thought you were. There was a better time for us. I'm sorry that everything ended here. I'm sorry that I wasn't able to save you. I'm sorry that you have blood all over your favorite dress, but it, it still looks very good on you. <laughs> you were a very good team. While Oscar says his final goodbyes in the other room... Why did you lie? I didn't kill her. You said I killed her. And what do you think he would have done if I told him I did it? You think I'd be standing here in front of you? You're the little darling of the group. No one wants to kill you was except for that scientist woman, but she seems like she wants to kill everybody, so I don't take that personally. Yeah, I hate that you lied about that. I don't want her blood on my hands. We scrubbed most of that off. I mean figuratively. I don't want her figurative blood on my hands. Well, boo-hoo. And sorry. That's it? Yes, that's it, unless you want to go in and straighten things out, you know, so it's all logistically sorted. It's not just about logistics. It's about, about murder and lying about what you did. Well then, let's just call us even then, my dear. We pick up where we left Vondetta and Penny. <clears throat> With Vondetta's first husband, Charles, dead in a chair. A 20-something Vondetta stands in the kitchen holding a knife at a ten-year-old penny. The police will be here any minute. You better leave now. No, no, no. I, I did this so I wouldn't have to leave you. There will be so many police officers here. They'll, they'll come in and they'll, they'll arrest you and they'll send you to prison for the rest of your life. Do you, do you want to, like, like, talk or something before they get here? <laughs> what would we talk about? Well, I, I don't know. I, when I imagined this night, I, I thought we'd talk for a little bit, and then we'd hug. Don't you take another step closer to me! Okay. <laughs> How did you do it? Oh, I, I mixed something from under the kitchen sink with, with the jam, and then I made him a sandwich. <laughs> it probably tasted pretty good. There's a knock at the door. Vondetta and Penny stare at each other. Neither of them moves. The knocking continues. Vondetta quickly puts the knife back in the kitchen and goes to open the door. Penny stays where she is. She's too scared to turn and see how many police are at the door. Oh, Jesus, God, thank you so much for coming. I, I think he's dead. Penny finally turns around to see, instead of the flood of police officers she imagined, just a pair of EMS workers and one plain-clothed police officer. As the EMS workers rush to check on Charles, that one officer talks to Vendetta. Uh, Ma'am, if you don't mind, I have a few questions for you. Uh, yes. Uh, just one moment, please. 
Penny watches Vendetta as she moves back into the kitchen, picks up the jam laying on the counter, throws it into the garbage chute, and comes hurting Penny back with her. Yes, Mr. Uh, detective. Branch. Just became a detective. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> Sorry, so we've got some routine questions for you. Um, did you, uh, did you uh, find him like this? Yes, I, I found this young girl and she was lost uh, just a few blocks away. So I, I spent a moment looking for the people who take care of her. Then I decided to come back and, you know, call someone to pick her up. Hey, is that right? I, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. I, 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 was, I was lost. I, I was with a, a group from my, my foster home, and I got lost. And, and Ms. Ms. Vendetta here uh, found me, and she, she was, she was going to call them. And, and, and then we found his body. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, a little girl like you had to see that. All right, come on. I'll take you home. He takes Penny's hand and pulls her away from Vendetta. He takes her out of the house into a car. The house door slams behind her. In the back rooms of the murder mansion, Detective Branch winds his way through the servant stairs of the house. Stupid mystery house with all the stupid kid lobbers has to pull and go to other places, and I gotta go through stupid, stupid fireplaces, and then I gotta go down a stupid slide, and then I gotta go through this one door, and then I gotta go through a smaller door, and then I gotta find the keys, and I gotta get through a smaller door. He finds his way to a three-foot door. He opens it and crawls through to find himself in a large storage closet. Along with the cleaning supplies and mops, he finds papers and maps and notes. Okay, all right, come on. There's gotta be a backup plan here somewhere, okay? What happens when things aren't going like we thought, okay? Think, okay, just, just think. What would Logan North say? Well, he'd say, you're the detective, figure it out. And I'd say, oh, was that sarcasm or do you actually believe me? You could solve your way out of a paper bag. Oh, uh, yes I could. I would eat the lunch inside, and then I'd punch my way through the paper bag. Checkmate. What are you talking about? I don't know, okay? I don't, I don't know. I had a lunch. It makes sense in my head. Look, I don't know. I'm just, I'm weak. I'm weak without you, Jesus. This is why no one wanted to have a joint birthday party with you. <laughs> oh, ouch, stop, stupid, 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 just mess everything up. No, no, yeah, no. Look, I'm stronger than this. There's got to be a backup plan here somewhere and I can figure it out. Branch looks around the room. On the walls are a large whiteboard, like the one from uh, earlier, except these have various different ways the characters could die. Vendetta, poison. Good idea. Oscar, death by snakes. Fun. Where does one purchase snakes? I don't know. General, guard dog to the neck. Guard dogs are hard to find. 
Should all deaths be animal themed? Would have been fun. Can't find a pet store open on the weekends. <laughs> Detective Branch turns away from the wall and starts picking through files. Alright, come on. We spent so much time researching these people's old files. There has to be just something here. You know so much about these people. Come on! Oh. Well, that's an idea. In the trap room, Penny and Vondetta walk back into the room, eyeing Oscar cautiously. So, you must be pretty upset, huh? Like, maybe you're feeling really angry? Like, maybe you want to do something? But before you do anything, remember it was an accident. I don't know if that excuses it. And if you don't remember it's an accident and decide to do something stupid, whatever happens to you next won't be an accident. I mean, you must be really, really upset. Oscar. I don't know if I can describe what I feel. Everything feels like as much as an understatement as upset. So maybe we should stick with that. I am upset, Benny. Well, if it's any conciliation, you sound like really seductive and exotic with your accent when you're sad. Uh, it doesn't, but thank you. <laughs> so, what are you going to do now? Nothing. It was an accident. You mean you don't, you don't want to hurt me? No. But. But I, I did a bad thing, you know, something should happen. I mean, you, you can't just do a bad thing and then never get punished for it. It can't just sit with you and stay with you forever. It can. We both know it can. So, oh, where are you going to go? I need to tell the others that we are not a threat to each other. That this was all just some madman's dream and the madman is dead so we can all go home. What? What do you mean? North was still alive. He was masterminding this whole thing, making us hurt each other. It's not your fault or any of our faults. He made us do this to each other. I need to tell the others so that we could get and just leave. Would you like to come with me? What? No, but knock yourself out. What are you going to do then? That's none of your business. I hope we see you again. I hope we don't. What? You want us to die? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. I, oh. It's, no, I meant like, I don't want to run into you at a social function or anything like that, because like, this would be awkward to explain the situation that we went through. It could just be really weird. But, but I, I definitely, I do not want you to die. You're a nice man, Oscar. Yes, so, goodbye. Hope to never see you again either. Now go, quickly. Take it easy. Hey. Twelve years ago, we see Vondetta's house as a time-lapse from Penny's perspective as she hides across the street. At first, the house seems empty. As Penny stands outside, only one light is on inside the house at a time. Vondetta's silhouette walks ghostly through the house, alone. The seasons change. The house starts filling up with more people. Parties are thrown again. More lights in the house start to stay on. The seasons change. There seems to be less silhouettes in the house now, except for Vendetta and one other man. He's handsome. The living room is lit and they sit on a couch together. The bedroom is lit while they undress. And then one day, the man and Vendetta leave the house.
and there's a for sale sign in front of it. Penny stands alone, staring at the empty house. We're in a bridal shop. Vondetta stands looking at herself in the mirror, wearing a very elegant wedding dress. Penny hides behind a rack of clothes. Now, is, do you think white is too much? I've been married before. Mm, no, don't even worry about it. No one's going to be thinking about the color of your dress. <laughs> Maybe I should do like an like a off-white. Or a red. Ooh. Can you find me a red dress? Sure thing. <laughs> the salesperson exits. Penny checks to see if anyone is around and then pokes out. Hi. <laughs> Jesus, what are you doing here? Why, why did you see you? I haven't seen you since, you know. <laughs> I didn't want to see you. Where are those nuns? Why are they always letting you run away? They are terrible at raising you. And I sent you a condolence note about your husband. Did, did, did you get it? I didn't want to see you again. Get out. Why didn't you have me arrested then? You need to go now. But it, it must mean you care about me a little bit, right? Vondetta turns and does her best to ignore Penny as she looks at herself in the mirror. So, get married again, right? Can I meet him? I'd, I'd hate to think that he was the reason we couldn't be together at all, like your last husband was. Don't you dare. Well, I don't know what to do. My own mother refuses to spend Listen to me, you useless child! Do not think for one second that you are strong because you did one awful thing. And don't think that because I didn't have you arrested once that I won't destroy you if you cross me again. You have no idea what I'm capable of. You have no idea what I had to do to, to get to where I am now, who I had to cut out of my life like a cancer. And maybe, maybe you're feeling strong because you found this little pool of venom inside of you but know that I have oceans of it. And whatever you have sprouted for me, and as dangerous as you think you are, you have no idea who I am and what I will do to you. Why are you smiling, you awful brat? It's just, oh, that was the most you've ever told me about yourself. <laughs> oh, come on, I just want to know more about you. Oh, please, 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 would you spend some time with me? Oh, come on, you, you, just, you just have to talk to me for five minutes. Five. I brought in options. <gasps> Sorry, street children are always coming in here. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's okay. She can stay. We're on the third floor of the murder mansion. Petunia looks at her watch and is counting the seconds. Come on, Kurt. Two more minutes and I'm leaving without you. There's a slow creak of a door. Petunia lifts the rifle up. It's much harder work than her pistol. She holds it like Elmer Fudd. <laughs> shooting up everything. She sees a foot cross the threshold of the doorway, and then Detective Branch emerges with his hands up. Hello, Petunia. Why should I kill you right now? Because I'm already a ghost. <laughs> Don't be stupid. Boom! <laughs> Ooh, my fate could befall you if you do not help me. Well, if you're already a ghost, then... 
Nope, nope, sorry, not a ghost. Uh, I don't know why anybody would ever believe that. That was not a thing, okay. That was a dumb, dumb, dumb detective. Detective dumb, dumb, that's me. Ah, okay, so officially saying I'm alive, and uh, it's, it's a miracle after I was shot. How did you manage that? You planned this whole night with North. Ah, uh, maybe, probably. I may have had something to do with it. I did, I'm sorry, don't kill me. What were you in it for? Money. Of course you're in it for the money. No, don't, don't say that like it's a bad thing. Logan North did this just for fun. Yeah, well, at least he was doing something that he loved, inviting strangers over to his mansion to murder each other. He did love that. <laughs> Look, just, you have to help me. I don't, I don't know what to do. Slither back to North. He's dead. Or he died. For real this time. He's really, really dead. Blood everywhere. He's shot. Ugh, it's terrible. But look, I'm scared and I, I don't know what to do. So you came looking for me? Who else would I turn to? Hmm. You're my cousin. What? <laughs> You're my second cousin. Uh, but we had those family get-togethers. Your, your name before you switched it was Petunia Branch. Detective Branch Petunia. I'm sorry, I don't know you. Really? No, come on, no. The, uh, uh, when I was eight, you and your sister broke my wrist, and I, I spent the whole summer in a cast. Yeah, it's not ringing any bells. No, it was going to be like a big reveal. Like, Logan North was going to be like, Petunia, I have to tell you, he's your cousin. And it was going to be like... And then I was going to be like... Nothing. Nothing. Not a thing. No. Okay. Well, it's, it's okay. <laughs> no one really remembers me. Bumble and Branch, that's what they call me, or that's what they would call me if they thought I was worth making fun of. Um, well, you know what? North North noticed me, so I had that. But he's died now, so I just... So I, need I think help. I'm going to kill you. No, I, well, you shouldn't do that because... Let me explain. Please why, don't, why not? Well, because I don't want to die. Yeah. Okay, but, 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 but... This won't end when you just leave, okay? You don't know these people. Or maybe you do, but they're all crazed killers. They'll hunt you down even after all of this ends. Why would they do that? Vendetta is still searching this house to kill you. And it seems like Kurt just ran off and left you all by yourself. You know, you, who knows what Oscar's planning? You're literally in a house full of criminals. You can't just pull an Irish exit. These people will remember you. So what do you suggest I do? I have a plan. Follow me. But can we just put the gun? I'll just... just a, can we just point it up? Alright, let's go. In the dining room. I don't want to wait around here to kill someone. I want to leave. You want to leave? There's still someone in this house with evidence against us. But Logan North is dead. The detective is still alive. And that science bitch too, for that matter. I just, I don't like this place. It's scaring me. This is a scary situation. Well, the people in it are scaring me. They're all trying to kill you. You should be scared. That's exactly and why. And you're scaring me. <laughs> I'm scaring you. Yes. And I want to go. There is no reason to be scared, dear. And if history is any indication, you're extremely skillful at taking care of yourself. Stop saying that! You keep bringing up Charles, and I don't like it. I was just a kid when I killed him, okay? It was like 
a stupid kid mistake. <laughs> Kids make mistakes sometimes. Sorry. Okay, now, I, I recognize your understanding of what does and doesn't get trumped by the I was just a kid card might be all just slightly off, but let me assure you that murdering your mother's husband does not get explained away by I was just a kid. I didn't You're a murderer, Penny! Grow up! Well, I only did it because I wanted to be with you. Well, you finally got what you wanted. Stay with me, finish this job, and we can go home. Okay. You just check the hallway to the right. I'll check over here to make sure the coast is clear. Then we'll go find the detective. Bondetta walks off. So does Penny when she sees Kurt rounding the hall. Oh, you came back. Yeah, of course I came back. You thought I was going to leave you? Yeah, well, you know, actually, I kind of thought I might, too. Yeah, but uh, just for a second, and, and then I did And now I'm back. <laughs> well, you, you shouldn't stay here. You're right. Vendetta is crazy. You, you, you have to be go. You won't be safe here. Oh, you think a big man like me just has something to worry about? Well, you got like a, like a big stain on your collar. Actually, your, your whole shirt's been button, one button off all night. Oh, that's so. why it feels that way. Nobody, man, see, nobody told me anything. It doesn't matter. You're still so handsome. But the point is, you're not safe here. You have to go. Oh, I'm not leaving here without you. Then she's going to kill you like she killed Miss Longstocking. She's not. Yeah. What? She killed Miss Longstocking. But what? she told Oscar that I did it. Why? She said I owed her one. Well, do you? Uh, that's up for debate. <laughs> Just come with me. Leave her here. I can't. Why not? Because then it was all for nothing. I can't leave her. She was everything to me. I, I spent every waking moment thinking about her, waiting for her, looking for her. And I finally found her. I, I, I can't leave her again. I, I don't want to be alone again. You're not alone. You have me. Okay? And I'm not leaving here without you and Petunia. But, I mean, that's just because me and Petunia have, like, a history. I mean, it's not even a thing anymore. You ain't got nothing to worry about. Me. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know what? I, I still Facebook friends with him, but, uh... It kind of trails off awkwardly, right? <laughs> so he tucks Penny's hair behind her ear for good measure. And, of course, she loves it. Then they hear footsteps approaching. She's coming back. You need to hide. No, no. Are you going to come with me? Uh, I don't know. I think so. Ah, your big, handsome face is so distracting. Give me a minute. I need to think. Uh, well, if you don't want to come with me, just tell me now. No, don't no, leave me no. off. as Vendetta uh, enters through another. And we flash back to Vendetta's apartment. Vendetta's preparing to go out. Behind her, through the archway in another room, we see Marcus, her second husband. Where are you going now? <coughs> I'm going to see my mentee. <laughs> <laughs> mentee. Mentee. Yeah, it's absurd that you're in the big brother big sister program. Don't you have to be uh, caring to be one of those? <laughs> har har. Yeah, har har. You know, you should get a job. Our honeymoon was nice. It was very nice. But maybe it's time for you to get up and do things. You don't just want to be a series of people's housewives. 
I didn't think I was a series of people's housewives. I thought I was just your wife. Oh, yeah, I said the same thing to wives number one and two. And I'm pretty sure you said something similar to hubby number one. Have a good night, Marcus. Are you going to be out late? She's 12. We're not hitting the town. I just thought that maybe me and Canadian Club would have the night to ourselves. Fondetta responds by loudly closing the door behind her. We're in the park. Fondetta and Penny sit together on a bench. Fondetta watches as Penny eats a cup of ice cream. Are you sure you don't want any? Forgive me if I don't accept food from you for a while longer. <laughs> How's your husband? Don't get married, it's terrible. Well, you have a nice house. Were you watching me again? No. No, no. <laughs> You're lying. You should get better at that. Do you love your husband? I love my first one. This one, uh, I find it's easier to live your life being connected to someone, even if you're miserable, than being left alone with yourself. Do you, um, do you love me? Don't ask the questions. Just be happy for the few afternoons I make to see you. Okay. I, uh, should probably get back to him. Oh. I'll see you in a month or two. Goodbye! In the back stairways of the murder mansion, Petunia and Branch walk through the stairways and a hallway lined with clown masks. <laughs> yes, clown masks. What are these for? Uh, this is one way it all could have gone down. Um, North thought that everybody was afraid of clowns, so he thought, hey, why not dress up as several clowns and kill people? <laughs> Jesus. I know. I know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. This is horrifying. Oh, okay. All right. Let's just let's keep going. Master's freaking me out. Uh, hey, um, actually. <laughs> Remember that one time uh, when you dared me to kiss your sister when we were like 13 and you were like, oh, you thought I wasn't into it, but then it was like totally game? Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know you. Okay, that was like a really big moment for me developmentally. So like maybe you can like try to reach back in there and find it. Let's focus on the job at hand. How do you suggest I kill everybody? Okay, yeah, uh, well you don't, you don't have to go one by one. Okay, you can just destroy the entire house and while well, everyone is still locked in. How do I do that? Detective Branch opens a door to the furnace. Oh. At the third floor window. Hey, Petunia. Look, look, look. I came back. Penny didn't come back with me, but, but, but she'll be back shortly. So don't be mad at me, okay? And, and, and I told her that we'd wait for a few minutes, so, so don't be mad at that either. Until she can join us. Hey, uh, Petunia? Where are you? Damn it! Ten years ago, on a fire escape, Penny 
Daddy watches Vondetta and Marcus in their apartment through the window. Look, if you're having an affair, just, just tell me, all right? Jesus, Marcus, get over yourself. <laughs> I know how these things go. I've been through this marriage before. Young, 20-something wife marries aging banker for his money, then goes off whoring with people oh. her own age. Okay, if you ever decided to leave your house instead of drinking yourself into a stupor every night, you know where I was going. You know, leave your house for once instead of entertaining these drunken, delusional fantasies. <laughs> you know what? I don't need to listen to ladder-climbing whores about the choices I make in life. You know what? Maybe if you handled your liquor better, you'd be able to handle your young wife instead of going soft every time you lay down next to her. Marcus hurls his whiskey glass across the kitchen at Vondetta. It shatters on the cupboards behind her. Marcus breathes heavy and almost seems like he's going to charge at Vondetta. And instead, turns and stomps out of the room. <clears throat> Vondetta watches him leave and then turns away from him as she tries to compose herself. She stares out of the window and something catches her eye. Penny realizes that she's made eye contact with Vondetta and panics. She rushes to climb down the fire escape, but not quick enough. You, hey, you stay where you are. Sorry, ah, sorry, sorry, I shouldn't be snooping. Doesn't anyone wonder where you are after your bedtime in that orphanage? No. <laughs> they really don't. <laughs> what did you see? He was being mean to you. He's, he's just drunk is all, you should go home. Okay. Hey, don't let me catch you here again. Okay, you won't. Penny makes her way down the fire escape. She's almost two floors below when Vondetta calls out. Wait, wait, wait. Come back up here. Penny climbs back up the staircase double time. <laughs> what, uh... What did you use from the kitchen sink? What? With Charles. What you mixed in with the jam, what was it? Uh... I, I don't know, uh, Clorox, I think? Thank you. You can go now. Well, but, but you wouldn't want to use that again. Why is that? Uh, it would look pretty suspicious if you had two husbands who died that way. So, what do you suggest I do? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I heard that you could give someone a heart attack by injecting a little bit of air into their veins. Where did you learn that? Oh, somebody's dad at the orphanage died that way. <laughs> well, I guess that place is good for something. Well, thank you. Go home now. I'll, I'll see you soon. Penny walks down the fire escape smiling. Vondetta walks towards her husband. In the hallway of the murder mansion, Vondetta and Penny walk down the hall. Did, did you see that? Is there a pathway through that clock? See, that must be how Northland Branch got away without anyone noticing. But we should go through. What? what? It, it won't even be a tight squeeze for you. You're small. No, I don't want to go in there. We have to. No more arguing. I'll go first, and, but stay close behind me. Vondetta and Penny crawl through. Uh, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Well, you, you want to sing? <laughs> uh, the way your smile just No, no, please, Vandana, let's, let's just leave. The way you sing of key. As they walk further down the halls, writing starts to appear. Diagrams of nooses, plans of the house, pictures of Kurt walking alone, bloody along a road, a wedding photo of Vondetta's, and suddenly, 
terrifying masks of wolves and clowns. I don't want to sing and I don't want to be here. Jesus, come, come on. I've had enough of this. Help me for once in your miserable life. That's all I've done for you. What? What have you ever done for me? You killed my husband and I've never said a word while everyone in the world thought that I did it. And even then I kept speaking to you. I kept letting you see me. I took care of you. You only acknowledge me when no one else is around. Jesus Christ! You would drag me away from everything I worked so hard to get. You don't get to complain. You could have made your own life instead of clinging to me and just dragging the life out of me. I'm your daughter. I never wanted you. I renounced you. I disowned that responsibility. <laughs> Except when you wanted me to help kill all your other husbands, huh? Kill me all you want about Charles, and how many other people have you made me kill since him? Five? <laughs> Seven. Seven people. You've literally lost count. You know what? I, I am not helping you do this anymore. You were happy when we did those things. We were spending time together. <laughs> we're spending time together now. What do you want from me? Nothing. Penny turns to leave. Don't you walk away from Penny. your mother. Vendetta whirls around and smacks her. Penny shoves Vendetta. She crashes into a table which smashes under her. Penny starts kicking wildly, then grabs whatever she can and throws it down on top of Vendetta repeatedly until Vendetta stops moving. Penny continues to kick and beat her over and over and over again. And then a moment of stillness. No one moves. Vandetta? Vandetta? No. Nothing. Penny kneels down and touches Vandetta's battered face. Episode 6. Murder is an original series created by Marina and Nico. Written by Marina Templesman and Nicolo Aid. Directed by Nicolo Aid. Sound effects by Marina Templesman. Starring Rich Armstead as the General. Nevada Caldwell as Miss Longstocking. Jessica Canizaro as Penny. Nick Carrillo as Oscar de la Oscar. Anthony Frankie as Kurt. Matt Gehrig as Detective French. Jimmy Elise as Petunia Patunkin. Jeff Solomon as Logan North. Amber Williams as Vendetta. And I'm your narrator, Andrew Kimbler. With Zach Cohen on piano and Genevieve McGahey on cello. Sound recording and editing by Julian Evans and art by Chris Cal, produced by Matthew Thurm. Murder is recorded live at the People's Improv Theater. Please be sure to check out episodes 7 and 8 this Thursday or Friday. 
Thank you all so much and have a wonderful night. Thank <laughs> you.